0: Are you a character? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Characters Here podcast. I'm your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. To get all this personality and entertainment, you can follow me on social media at Characters Here. And for more information, visit CharactersHere.com. From Houston, Texas, and currently residing in Dallas, She has a bachelor's in kinesiology and an associate's in film. She works at a bakery all while being an artist and activist, keeping true to her beliefs and stance on the politics of being a woman, the Black diaspora, and the environment. She serves on the committee of the Cultural Program of Artitude, and she recently co-created an art exhibition called She. At 26, soon to be 27 years young, and a special guest on Characters Here podcast, Kale Henson. Welcome to the show. Thank you. That was a nice intro. I feel like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's all you. <laughs> so take us to the beginning. Tell us, what was your childhood like? Um, were you in any involved in any activities, sports, um, anything that you can recall from your childhood that benefits you now as an adult?
1: Um, everything. Everything I was involved in. Um, I really don't remember being home much throughout uh, growing up. I was always doing something, either basketball, soccer, uh, orchestra recitals. So I was never really home a lot. Uh, but in, even in the times that I was home a lot, it was always something going on in my imagination. So I was never like a child that just sat down somewhere.
0: You had a really active childhood. Were you an only child?
1: No. I felt like I was, <laughs> but I wasn't. I have um, two sisters and one brother, but I grew up with one of my sisters.
0: Did you feel like an only child? I
1: would say yes, because me and my sister that I did grow up with a very uh, night and day. And when we were little, we did not get along at all.
0: So it's uh-huh.
1: three and a half year age difference. So most of the time, if, if I was at like my recitals and stuff, she was at home. And then if I was at home, she was not home. So most of the time, When I was by myself, I was really by myself.
0: Were you the last child?
1: No. No, no, baby. What? (laughs) I was the oldest, but in that household, I was the oldest growing up.
0: Oh, my goodness. Which activities in school or sports in school did you like the most or you gravitated towards the most? I liked
1: all of them. I would say I gravitated more to basketball because, I mean, obviously growing up, Uh, in the family that's black from the south like everybody's super tall somebody has to play sports and you know normally it's it's basketball but I really I thought I was gonna be in the WNBA but uh yeah I gravitated towards basketball and outside of that I really loved orchestra
0: like uh did you stay through playing basketball up until high school or college
1: yeah so I played basketball um in, in high school as well as in college um my last year playing basketball was in 2014.
0: Was that when you graduated? I graduated
1: in 2015, so I only uh, participated up until my junior year.
0: Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Nice. So who are your role models growing up? Did you have any big influencers?
1: Um, I would say, honestly, just from being in the environment that I was in, my mama, for sure, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, looking back now, I feel like I can say that with a lot more confidence. Uh, that she was definitely one of my role models as far as people that I didn't know in my immediate environment uh, that I really looked up to. I mean, obviously, like you see entertainers and stuff on TV. So uh, mm. but Leslie was huge for me, Prince, uh, and Left Eye.
0: When you think about um, young Kel, baby Kel, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> would she have seen – uh, or envision where you are now would she have thought the same thing or what was her thought of like when I grow up I want to be this
1: oh my god yeah no I definitely do. <laughs> I envision myself being this like at this point in my life uh, just doing what I'm doing uh, I wanted to be and Lord forgive me times have changed uh, a police officer uh, no mm-hmm. ma'am I definitely no ma'am if I <laughs> could my young self to change one thought it would definitely be that uh but then uh just playing basketball, I wanted to do that. That didn't work out, I had injuries and stuff. Um uh, mm. but I, I don't regret anything at all.
0: That's really a, a good way to look at it too. When I think about like just my upbringing and like especially when it came around college, it seemed like that's when life really hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, you know what though, just through it all where I am now, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. What was your introduction to art?
1: oh okay i feel like i had an introduction to art like over and over and over again to be honest um i have a very short attention span uh now i've I've meditated and i've done a lot of like self uh love and self-focus activities that helped me like center my attention more um but art was the only class that i didn't fall asleep in uh in high school as well as in college uh but it was the only thing that kept my attention for longer than like A minute or two minutes or so but it was just so cool how you could like dive into something and kind of takes you to a different uh I don't want to say dimension per se but a different space even if like when you're physically in a classroom like you could be somewhere else mentally while you're doing art
0: when you first the first introduction to art what was the medium that you were using were you using like the traditional paintbrush and canvas or was it like what was it (laughs)
1: oh my god no in 10th grade <laughs> it was an intro to studio art class so of course the high school mm-hmm. course, they try to throw a million things at you um the very first assignment we had as a class was to actually make these self sculptures out of like this type of wire material mm-hmm. uh, so that was my like first like roller coaster and I'm like dang we're not using a canvas like that's cool because I don't I actually didn't start working on canvas until recently because it's really like flat and two dimensional to me and back then I was waiting mentally, so that would have like immediately took my attention and just been like, nah, I'm not with this.
0: When you okay, if you were to put your artwork side by side, like this is the first art piece I've ever done, mm-hmm. and then your most recent work, would you, in your honest opinion, um, say that your artwork has changed for the better? or has it grown like what would be your most honest observation of it I wouldn't
1: necessarily say a bit better I would
0: just I, okay so looking at
1: I actually was digging in my folder the other day uh, when I was moving uh, some stuff uh, I never took all the stuff out of the box and I found this picture I drew like 2005 or something and it wow. was really good but it wasn't as like focused and detailed and like the message behind it wasn't as clear so I think it was still Mm -hmm. dope I think I was all dope but the I guess my theme or what I'm trying to say in the piece was never completely clear until now so Mm -hmm. yeah definitely a very strong difference between my work now and like the stuff I used to do back then
0: nice and are your family and friends supportive
1: uh so my mom uh did you get a chance to meet her at the show
0: I don't think I did. Oh, no, she was real
1: low-key. So she was sitting at the door with a hat on. Uh, oh, yeah, she I saw, saw it too. Saw real quiet, kind of just peeping everything. That was actually her first time coming to any of my shows. So that was really, really huge. Uh, she oh, be, afterwards was like, so proud of you. I'm really glad that I came. That was my first time to an art show. I enjoyed myself so much. Um, then she called me the next day, and she's already trying to like help me plan the next one. So. Oh. Uh, yeah man she so that was the huge like a huge thing for me uh getting that support from her because I mean I've never really gotten for her like she never came to my games when I was little because she always had to work or she was always doing something uh for mm. us so just having that support and like her actually actively being there is cool uh my cousin uh he's a, a traveling chef shout out to the party chef
0: Uh, he just got out
1: of the army so uh he's seen some of my work uh but I don't think most of my family knows that I I do art uh but my friends from uh like middle school and high school and college like they they know that I do
0: art putting on this show how was that experience for you this was your first co-curated art exhibit like you've gone to multiple you've gone to multiple art shows so (laughs) did you compare the differences between the two or on a scale of easy to hard <laughs> how was it
1: um well being in a different seat this time I would say I actually liked curating the event more it was less stressful mm-hmm. than actually just being an artist trying to get your work to be in the show uh it was definitely
0: right.
1: an interesting thing to to kind of notice that everything honestly fell into place so mm. uh, I, I definitely could see myself doing more there will definitely be more uh shows to curate um I just thought it was cool how like once you put the intention behind something and it's like a positive thing, everything else will like fall into place and manifest as long as you do the work. And so we literally just did the the whole thing. Our first step was getting a venue, uh, reaching out to different artists, putting out the artist call, getting the food and stuff organized, uh, how we wanted to do the show. Uh, just being really hands-on but really intentional about everything that we wanted and, like, the vision of how the show was going to pan out. And everything literally fell into place. Like, we really didn't even have to do much.
0: That right there sound like that. Then it was some, supposed to happen. Like, it was meant to happen for everything. Yeah. To oh, place, my. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I was, like, so blessed. And then, like, a week before that, uh my check engine light in my car came on. Uh So, I actually couldn't drive myself or any of the work that I picked up from the artist's uh, throughout the week to the show but my show, uh, my friend came through we we hauled that stuff to the show and we made it
0: happen nice, see even when the little hiccups come in, you know it's still you still persevered <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. yeah. so I was not like let down or nothing I'm like man it's okay, we still gonna have the show like I was just so like uplifted by everybody's positive energy throughout the week mm-hmm. uh, getting news that some of my friends from Houston was coming, like wow. it, it was yeah, it was definitely meant to happen
0: that is amazing. And how soon do you think your second uh, art exhibit will happen?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So the way that this year is looking, I'm trying to get life together. Um, but no, I'm trying to like chill, kind of reset from everything, uh, tackle some different uh, projects that I've been planning out and wanted to do for some time. Um, so it'll definitely be uh, 2020 after the holidays, after Christmas, New Year's. Uh, and then the next show will be sometime next year.
0: Nice. Now I'd be excited to go to that one too. My Share bro. with us like your role on the committee of the cultural program of Artitude. What's it about and how you got involved?
1: Okay, so I actually got involved um, just from knowing Stevie. Uh, he actually reached out to me one day and was like, hey, I've seen the work you're doing with your art um and he's seen some of my posts and stuff <clears throat> on social media just reading like I guess my different captions and stuff and he was just like hey you seem like a very cool person like you're very intentional about the work that you do uh would you like to be a part of this program I had no idea what the program was about <laughs> um but then he just like divulged to me okay it's about celebrating black history Uh, it'll be literally the last night in black history that's why the program is called the last night in black history Mm. um so it's just about celebrating our ancestors the people that have come before us uh and instead of it being like we're celebrating like mlk or malcolm x and like rosa parks like the people that everybody knows about and like about we focus on getting back to like the shaka zulu shaka khan like Mm -hmm. not to be like super goofy but just people like that that you probably don't hear a lot about they're not necessarily household names now but just keeping that baton moving forward like keep spreading those stories about the people that have come before us and what they've done for our culture and just really celebrating that and just being black as a diaspora so uh that's what the program is about
0: Oh, that's neat. How long yeah. have you been with um a part of the program?
1: So, this past February was actually my very first uh, run with them. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, we're setting up everything now for the next one in February, getting the ball rolling with that real early. Uh, Yeah, man, I'm excited. It's been, that one was good. Uh, it was my first one. So, I mean, obviously, with every event, there's going to be a couple of hiccups, but it can be right. good. Yeah,
0: that's really exciting. Let's talk about, you know, your self-love journey and being a woman in the art industry. Like, uh, do you believe that art has helped you with your self-love? Like, what is your... Let, let's hear what Kale thinks. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I would say yes. I, it would will, it will be a lie for me to say no because like now, more importantly, because I value my work and I value my voice within my work, I understand that I myself am art. Um, <laughs> but Man, I would say moving to Dallas. I've only been here for three years, but before that, I really had no, like, set, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have called myself an artist before I moved to Dallas. I literally just graduated uh, with a degree in physical therapy. I thought I wanted to do that, uh, but that wasn't satisfying. So I just started dabbling in, like, little sketches here and there, uh, and then I met uh, somebody that was like, okay, your work is really good. You should put it in shows. So I started doing that, and then just from the interactions having with people, While I'm at the art shows, I'm like, dang, this is really, like, rewarding being able to connect with people on this level. Like, okay, obviously God gave me this gift. Let me use that as a platform to be able to at least spark a conversation in somebody's mind. Um, But then I realized throughout the course of this, just going through life, being 20, uh, life happens. Um, My best friend and my cousin both passed away within, like, five months of each other. Um, But I had a lot of personal demons that I was dealing with at the time too, going through a breakup at the same time, uh, Mm -hmm. jumping into a relationship. So I was a complete mess, complete shit show. Um, So just really kind of having to sit by myself, being in tune with myself, and that was the first time I've lived on my own. Uh, I was Mm -hmm. forced to have to deal with those demons and those those pains, the heartbreaks and stuff. So that really sparked uh, my self-love journey and just being honest with yourself because at the end of the day you gotta love you you wake up with you yeah. at, the, at every point like you go to bed you wake up you still looking at you whereas if you're in a relationship that person can choose to leave or go but you're the only person you got until you die so yeah yeah you yourself
0: oh my gosh that is so true i forgot how the quote goes but it's something around that the only person you can't escape from is yourself yes <laughs> and yes. it sounds so scary but it's the truth it's so true have you did you uh ever see um what's the name of the movie
1: um oh my god not get out the second one
0: Us, uh, uh. Uh, uh, yes
1: i saw yeah. it <laughs> oh my god so how she can run away from a little girl like the little girl was her like that's exactly what life is though like it really is it's yes. like try to get away from your shadow but that's the one thing that's gonna be following you so you really need right. to be like okay this is me this is how i am let me love or appreciate whatever you know it i can hate it but at least i acknowledge <laughs> it's there
0: right and in the art community like how do you maneuver um how was your path in in the art industry from the beginning to how you make moves now um, oh, I would,
1: uh, as far as business, I'm mm-hmm. calculated. Um, I've always been a very patient person. I'm a very indecisive person. So I take my time to make decisions. I'm a Libra. So, uh, I'm sure that has something to do with it as well, <laughs> but just going through life, going through different situations and being let down after a while, you kind of try to figure out like, what are the similarities? Where do these intersect? Uh, and sometimes they could just be rushing decisions. So now mm-hmm. I'm a little more seasoned in going through uh, this business and this, this industry. Just not jumping on every opportunity, really weighing the pros and cons um, of everything, and how it's gonna affect me as far as my image and like how I um, like am with people. It really just myself. Like I don't, I don't have enough facade. I'm not out here like being fake with people. Like. If you hear me, most of the time you can hear I got a little bit of a twang in my talk. Um, I <laughs> complete sentences, um, but I do have a dialect. But I'm just real low-key. I've always been that way, uh, very, like, intentional about my space and having good energy around me. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe mean, who you hang around and who you interact with is also uh, a reflection of yourself. But just being nice to everybody I come in contact with, even if I'm agitated or hangry at the moment. Like, if that, you know, makes me be quiet for a little bit, I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> but anybody be like, ah, oh, she was rude.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's so true. And when I'm thinking about every time that I have come across you, I've never gotten, like, anything else. But I can just say it's just kale. <laughs> yeah. And I
1: feel like most people feel like, okay, that's just how I am. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm goofy. Uh, but I'm real low-key.
0: I love that energy. Even at the show when you were like out there in the sun hanging up the paintings, I knew you were like, oh, "I just want to go back in." <laughs> man, oh my God, it's so hot out there! I'm like, oh, man. and
1: I'm sitting here like my
0: mama. I told her, okay, the show started at six.
1: Why she get there at five? I'm like, <gasps> no. them black people. She was one of them black people. Like, oh
0: my goodness! Like, mama.
1: I'm glad you came. I'm little, Ooh, it's, and it's, so she see me sweating. I'm looking like here, man. At <laughs> the underground railroad for three weeks straight i had no break i am sweating my whole shirt was like you seen it was light gray but yes way, <laughs> black because i was out there sweating so much but I'm oh like, my god gosh. i'm mad because we can hang these paintings up just for the artists we can have a good show i'm gonna go upstairs and i'm gonna wash
0: my body and that's exactly what i did see ain't nothing to it but to do it <laughs> yeah it had to get done that's really what what is um having dedication? Yes, it's exactly. about you know it's gonna be hard, but when you stick through it, the outcome is what what is really about. Yes. And it, I feel like it was a great outcome.
1: Thank you. That makes me so happy because I was so nervous. Like, <laughs> no. let you know, like I was up there, like looking at six different outfits. Like, okay, I'm gonna put this on, and I'm like, no, no you just- <laughs> ain't nobody gonna be looking at you like that like, for the event. So I had to like, okay, calm down. It's gonna be a good turnout. Don't trip about it.
0: Right, no, it was great. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. My sister, she enjoyed it too. And I think that was the first time I was able. That's another one. I like that there wasn't uh, cause usually the art shows I go to, it's always twenty one and up or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And this was the first time I was able to bring my sister along. She's not is- twenty one yet, so <laughs> so that was neat. I appreciated that. How old is your sister?
1: She's 20. Oh, wow. That's uh yeah, no. We, I wanted it <laughs> to be like uh a whole family thing. So we, that's definitely what we were like really focused on uh cuz my nephew was actually supposed to come. He couldn't make it and he's only 4. He just turned 4. So I was like, "No, we can really a whole community thing. Like this is this is important.
0: So I feel like a lot of times, uh, you know, kids look up to us.
1: They do. And they pay attention.
0: <laughs> to or not. Yeah, they,
1: pay. <laughs> they
0: pay attention. So to be able to have kids in the space of where art is, you know, located, like local, locally, mm-hmm. I think is a good thing. So they could see or be inspired, you know. Yeah. Who can say like when they were five or four years old walking around like, yeah. My aunt, she did this, or my cousin, she did that. You know, like, <laughs> I think that's that's really amazing. So, what advice could you give someone who wants to be an artist, but they don't know where to start? Um, I would start
1: by, uh, well, if most people are wanting to be an artist, nine times out of ten, they're going to have a piece or a sketch or something that they've done. Um mm-hmm. perfect that into the way, like, that you think you can – be confident enough to show it to somebody and be like, yes, I made this. Yes, this is what this is. Uh, and put it, start looking at shows. Uh, if you don't want to sit at an art show, because I found out that that avenue is not necessarily free. Um, start researching social, uh, social media marketing, the power of the internet, because there's actually more revenue generated in online art sales than it is from person to person. Like mm-hmm. here at this booth at this art show, like if it's not the sale or something where it's a lot of foot traffic with people that have money that are actually looking to buy art, the internet is the best way to go.
0: It really is, yeah,'
1: Because people from all across the world can see your work on top of that, yeah. like people don't like to go out of their house no more, some people just like to chill more people spend mm-hmm. money online than they do anywhere else, so yeah, definitely
0: looking to online sales. Is there a quote that you live by uh from a book you've read or? Just a person in your life that keeps you motivated.
1: I don't have one specific quote that I live by, but
0: uh, I was on the phone with my mama the other day and she actually
1: said something that it cracked me up, but it is so true. Um uh, but she was just saying, Raquel, you know who Nemo is, and I'm like, No, who is Nemo? and she's like, Nemo, you know, because you always gonna be going through situations in life and you always gonna need Nemo, so Nemo gonna always be knocking, but whenever he comes knocking, you make sure. You Keep going with what you're trying to do, and God gonna handle the rest. So, oh, but, yeah, that's the quote. I'm like, why did you put a name in it? the way she worded it? <laughs> uh, it was it, it's so true, so true. So, I definitely, uh, that stuck out to me, and I've, I've been carrying that with me for like a week.
0: That's one to add to them names. What's that? Um,
1: boo boo the fool.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble the Food, Nemo, uh, Who Shot Jug? <laughs> yes, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Willy food, oh food, my gosh. <laughs> and are you working on any new art or um another art exhibit? Like, what are your plans for the future?
1: Uh, so I, I'm always working on new art. Uh, I took a week off because I needed that week uh, just from interacting with everybody and finishing up the art show, um, but I've always had pieces in the works. I'm finishing up two or three uh, actual paintings. Um, I am currently going to have my work in two art exhibits this month. Uh, that mm-hmm. information will be on my social media on Instagram. Yes. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Kel underscore Kel and Heintzen. That's spelled with a Q. Um uh, and then outside of that, just keeping the momentum going forward. Uh, looking forward to planning my next art show. Um, and then just some more things in the work down the line. Bye.
0: Nice. Oh, I'm really excited for your future. I can't wait to attend more of your shows. And I just feel like you can only go up from here.
1: Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> Likewise. You're going to be a part of them too.
0: Oh, you know I got to be there. <laughs> okay, now, Kel, that was like the serious part of the interview. And my favorite part of the interview are these random questions. Ooh, okay. You don't think about it at all. You, the first thing comes to your head, you just you spit it out. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can do that. Okay. What's one of your most embarrassing stories?
1: Oh, my God. I was running in uh, high school, ninth grade, because uh, the lunch bell rang, and I'm always eating. Everybody that knows me knows I'm always eating. The bell <laughs> rang, and I tried to hit the corner to go to the cafeteria to be everybody in line. But um, I don't know if y'all had, like, y'all's chocolate chip cookies in these plastic bags when you were in high school, but Mm -hmm. plastic bags, and my foot slipped on one of the plastic bags on the ground, uh, and I ate the concrete. Like, my whole chin hit the concrete, and it was, like, five people. Oh, you good? And I'm like, yep. I got up, and, like, my jaw popped, but I ran to the cafeteria. I wanted to cry so bad, but I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, you a thug. We can't do that. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, you said how many people saw?
1: Like five. But when you in ninth grade, five is like 2,000. Like yeah, that was...
0: that's true. It's like 5,000 because then those five people go tell 10 people. Yes, <laughs> yes. And everybody over there staring at you like, you ain't going to help me up. Y'all just going to look. Yes. Wait a minute. Around that time, was phones was already out. Like, people were recording, right?
1: Yes. This is when the Razor and the Blackberry was, like, real big.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, <laughs> I was like, man, I was gonna say, well, at least the phones wasn't out there, yeah, but it nah, was like the no, no world started like that. I was like, thank God. Whew. Oh, yeah, that's true. Now that's the one we that's wanted. <laughs> what is something you wish you could already know and not have to learn?
1: How to generate money for myself and find. Come
0: on. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> what is your favorite hobby? Eating. Come on, eating. You know what? I knew as soon as you said you like to eat, I was like, we're going to be best. Yes, friends I'm a foodie. I love food. I love food. Food is me all day. I'm a tourist and I love to eat. Yes. <laughs> what song do you have on repeat?
1: Oh, Hair Down by Sir because his album just dropped on the thirtieth, and I love him girl.
0: And if you could meet anyone, who would it be and why?
1: Prince. Because let's just be honest, he was oh he was just so outside of him being like super attractive uh his mindset when it came to business like him like understanding you have to own your masters to really own your career and your life that's like he was a very smart individual on top of the fact that he created for other people so yes just picking his brain and staring at his beautifulness yes i would yes.
0: oh my gosh i love prince my, Purple Rain is yes. my childhood movie. Oh my like, god, that whole soundtrack was hard! Like, I have it right now, yeah, I, <laughs> I have it on CD. If you could be any character from any TV show, cartoon, movie, or book, what character would you be and why? Uh,
1: um, oh, uh, I would say Maxine Shaw from Living Single a lot of people already kind of compare me to her but if you think about it if you watch any of the episodes she always got food for free because she was always preloading off of Khadija, Jean, yes. a little apartment she was a lawyer so she had loot she had her own apartment her life was always on but they took care of her and she was yes. honest so yes
0: oh my gosh I'm like to me that's like the most perfect person I've ever heard anyone say if they could be any character, who they would be? That's that's actually has to be number one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's love. Like, cause usually people go for the main characters. They never go for you know, the supporting uh crew and cast. Y'all would be like, yeah, I'm going to be Queen Latifah. Paper no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Magazine. She had
1: too many boy problems for me. That was too much. <laughs> that was too much.
0: She
1: was, so was a
0: genius. Y'all no. pretty much had boy problems Maxine. She kept her one strong, didn't she? She did. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no matter what. And then, did you ever watch uh, Half and Half, where they brought back Maxine and Cal, um, and they oh, were married. I didn't know that. Yes, they were actually married. And I was like, oh, they actually got together, and oh. they had a little girl. <laughs> it was super cute. <laughs> and I gotta go watch that. You do. Just look it up. Half and half. Maxine and Cal.
1: <laughs> will, I will, I will.
0: So how can people reach you?
1: If you want to follow me, um, if you have an Instagram, because everybody got an Instagram, everybody got a Facebook, uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Raquel Heintzen. Uh, that's R-A-Q-U-E-L-H-Y-N-S-O-N. And then on Instagram at underscore Q-U-E-L-H-Y-N-S-O-N. Kel Heintzen. I'm, I'm active on both of those platforms. Uh, I'll have a newsletter coming out soon. Uh, just keeping people informed, all the events I'll have coming up.
0: Thank you so much, Kel. I really enjoyed this interview. I can't wait to post it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be real soon because I, I think I'm really excited because it's been so long since I've interviewed someone, even though that was in April. But it feels like it was a whole year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> been life, life happens in between. So,
0: yeah, I know it feels like a long See? time. Thank you, love, so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to Character's Here podcast. We would love to be a part of your life. So, leave us a review right now. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character. Be a character.